Hi again, everybody. I'm Dan Horde, and thanks for downloading the Bengals Booth Podcast. The I'm back in the saddle again edition as the Bengals 2023 training camp gets underway. Coming up, we'll hear from Mike Brown, Duke Tobin, and several members of the coaching staff as they discuss what I consider to be the team's eight most important question marks heading into camp. The Bengals Booth Podcast is brought to you by Kettering Health, the official health care provider of the Bengals. With more than 120 care facilities and 1,500 care providers, Kettering Health is committed to guiding you to your best health. Visit KetteringHealth.org to learn more. Now, here's a quick reminder that you can have the latest edition of this podcast delivered right to your phone, tablet, or computer by subscribing wherever you get your podcasts. It's the greatest thing since Google Translate. We recently returned from an awesome family vacation that took us to six different countries in Europe. For the most part, it was easy to communicate in English, but there were a few instances where that wasn't possible. For example, one of our stops was Switzerland, and we had a hard time finding the place we had rented for lodging. So we stopped at a nearby hotel and asked for directions. Unfortunately, the woman behind the counter only spoke German, which is the primary language in Switzerland. That's where Google Translate came to the rescue. We set the app to translate from German to English, then pressed the little microphone icon and had the woman speak into the phone. When she was finished, the following words appeared on the screen. Go about a mile down the street and take a right at the school building. It worked out perfectly. Google Translate also works with the camera on your phone. For example, if you simply focus the camera on a menu, it will translate everything into English. A couple of the words might be slightly off, but you'll definitely be able to order. So, if you're traveling anywhere where language might be an issue, have Google Translate downloaded on your phone. It's Eindrucksvall. That's German for awesome. Now, let's get to football. This will be the Bengals' 56th season, and going back to the very beginning under Paul Brown, it's been a tradition to have a media luncheon with management and coaches just before the start of training camp. I approached this year's luncheon looking for feedback on what I consider to be the eight biggest question marks heading into the season. The first one is obvious and towers over any other topic, the contract status of Joe Burrow. Here's team president, Mike Brown. Well, Joe's the heart of the team, and everybody in Cincinnati knows that. I'm not the only one. <laughs> he uh, is a necessary piece to our puzzle, and uh, we understand that. Uh, I don't have anything to say on this negotiation. Uh, we've agreed with the other side that we wouldn't do it publicly. We do it privately. We think that gives us the best chance to bring it to a conclusion. Of course, Burrow is not the only player the Bengals are hoping to extend. T. Higgins and Logan Wilson are entering the final year of their contracts. We have good players that need to be signed and extended. All this is part of a puzzle, if you will. And you have to fit them in one by one, I don't know 
uh, where it's going to end up because we have only so much in the cap to expend before it's all gone. And whether we can get all our guys back or have to pick and choose will depend some on what they're asking. We uh, have them all here this year, so that's the good thing. What the future will bring, we'll have to wait and see. As for the feasibility of extending Burrow and Higgins this year and Jamar Chase next year, the Bengals say that's the goal. Here again is Mike, along with Duke Tobin and offensive coordinator Brian Callahan. You just uh, hit the daily worry for me. Uh, I I, want to get them all back. I respect all of them. Yeah, we're not out looking to replace them with other guys. We'd We'd like to keep them around. We'll see if that's possible. You know, I can't predict that, but we're, we're definitely hopeful that we have long-term relationships with the guys we have. You know, we drafted them for a reason. They've uh, produced for a reason, and we want to keep that going. It's a passing league now. I mean, it's, I think you, know, you look at the teams that led the league and that are in the tops in passing are generally the teams that are, that are in the playoffs and lead the league in scoring, and those top couple of teams are teams that throw the ball well. And so uh, I think you're seeing a shift of uh, philosophy where teams are – trying to load up on the guys that score touchdowns. Um, and those are the receivers, and occasionally you have really dynamic tight ends, but receivers in general, uh, if you got two guys that can go win on the, on the outside and go win one-on-one matchups, uh, you, you enhance your ability to, to throw the football, and especially if you got a quarterback that can do it. So um, I think you're definitely seeing teams invest more in those positions, um, spend more money at that spot than probably previous years, um, but that's because that's the way the league's going. You People are throwing the ball quite a bit, and to do that, you got to have guys that can go win and separate and, and go make contested plays, and I think you see a lot of that uh, in, the, in the, where the money's going is what you're seeing, and I think that's going to continue. One contract situation has been resolved, the restructuring of Joe Mixon's deal as he agreed to a pay cut to remain with the Bengals. Joe was real per, uh, 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 professional about that. We appreciated that. I think he understood uh, where the team was. We found uh, something that was uh, acceptable to both. You know, we have to do what uh, what is best for the overall team. Uh, he understood that, and uh, and we found something that we were both uh, satisfied with. And uh, he's looking to win. He wants to win. Very professional about the whole approach, and uh, and we're glad it's behind us. He still is a very good catcher of the football out of the backfield. Um, he did a great job this year. He's a very hard runner. Teams don't like tackling him. Uh, all of those things still uh, remain. I'm, I'm excited he's back. Uh, with us, I'm excited that, that things worked out for him the way they did um, and that he's going to be able to come play for us because he's been productive. Uh, every year he's been on the field, he's found production. So uh, that's a big deal. And, again, hopefully we can keep putting him in positions to run against uh, numbers where we have the advantage and, and he can continue to run hard and make it difficult on defenses. And, you know, we need a big back because that's part of football. You still have to be able to run the football in, in tight spots. So I think Joe's going to bring everything he always does to us and, his energy and his leadership are another part of that too. So fired up to have him ready to roll. The uh, thing with Joe was to get his deal at a uh, market price that would help us with uh, the overall. And he consented to do that. We're appreciative that he did. It uh, should help us uh, address some other player contract issues. I still think a Burrow deal will get done before the start of the season, hopefully sooner rather than later.
The Bengals Booth Podcast is brought to you by Paycor. More than 29,000 customers trust Paycor to help them recruit, pay, engage, and retain employees. Learn more at Paycor.com. Enough contract talk. Let's move on to what I consider to be the seven biggest on-field question marks heading into camp. Up first, getting the safeties up to speed. With Jesse Bates and Von Bell gone, Dax Hill and Nick Scott project as the starters, with rookie Jordan Battle poised to play a role in three safety packages. Bell and Bates started nearly every game together for the last three years, and their chemistry and ability to avoid mental mistakes will be hard to replace. Here's defensive coordinator Lou Anarumo on Hill and Scott taking over. Well, the good news is they work together in the spring. Uh, so we got a little bit of a baseline there. And then, you know, Nick's a veteran. Zach at least has a year under his belt. Um, Zach, I'm sorry, Dax has a year under his belt. Uh, so, you know, we can we can work with that for sure. I think a lot of us assume it's going to take a little while. Can you even afford to look at it that way? You know, I just think that um, the, the faster the better. <laughs> uh, but at the end of the day, as long as, you know, we've got a lot of other guys that have played a lot of football for us, and I think that um, they can also help with their um, getting together and meshing together um, because they know what it's supposed to look like. So uh, I'm hoping it won't take long, but we'll see. Sticking with defense, the next question mark involves the Bengals' pass rush. Cincinnati had just 30 sacks last year. Only three teams in the NFL had fewer, and the NFC champion Eagles had 70. That's one of the reasons why the Bengals chose Miles Murphy in the first round. But sacks aren't the only way to measure pressure. The Bengals were 12th in quarterback hits. Once again, here's Lou. I think we finished first in the league with QBR against. So if we're we're doing that, that means you're affecting the quarterback. So, um, you know, if we can keep that up and finish some more sacks, we'll, we'll be just fine. I'm not worried about it. How much of that stat do you think is confusing quarterbacks? I think it has something to do with it, but at the end of the day, um, you know, keeping those guys off balance is what wins games in this league. It's the difference. They're so good, so talented, and we got to do a good job of continuing to do that. Now let's move to the offensive question marks. With Lael Collins still recovering from knee surgery, Jonah Williams appears to be the leading candidate to start at right tackle, with Jackson Carmen competing for the spot. I asked Brian Callahan about that battle. What's the game plan and the timetable for choosing right tackle? Uh, we're going to let it play out. I mean, there's no um, there's no date on that. Um, as far as that, when we're going to announce the starters, it'll probably be for September. Um, but looking forward to see that. I mean, Jonah's going to a new position. Excited to see him come. He's ready to work. He looks good. He's been here the last few days with the injured players. And then, obviously, you got you got Jackson over there and LC coming off his injury. So, uh, we'll see where that stands when we get when we get rolling. But Elsie's starting on on pup as was announced, and then uh, Jackson's in the mix as well. So good competition. Hopefully, it brings out the best of those guys, and, and we get a, a really good starting right tackle for us because I feel really good about that group. Then there's tight end. The Bengals re-signed Mitchell Wilcox on Monday, adding him to a room that includes Irv Smith Jr., Drew Sample, Devin Asiasi, Tanner Hudson, Nick Bowers, and Christian Trahan. Smith is the projected starter, with the hope that he can match or maybe even exceed the production the team received over the last two seasons from C.J. Uzama and Hayden Hurst. From what we've seen in spring so far, yeah, I think he brings a little bit different element than what we've had. 
he's just a, a different style of player than the than the tight ends that have played for us between CJ and and Hayden the last two years. And so excited to see what he brings to the passing game. I think he's a really good route runner. I think he's got really good hands. He lacks maybe the physical size that the other two the last couple of years have had. So um, he's just a different style of player. But I think in the pass game, he's got real ability, and I'm excited about that part of his game. Um, he can get in and out of the top out of the top of his break. Um, he can separate at the top, which is. You know, some of those tight ends use more strength than, than that, but he's got real route technique and savvy, and I think he's um, the top of his routes have been pretty impressive. So we'll see when the pads come on, when it gets physical, what it looks like. But, you know, he's done a good job in his career, and I think he's going to add another element that we haven't had. The final offensive question mark is at running back, more specifically third down running back, following the free agent departure of Samaje Pirine. Will Joe Mixon stay on the field more on third down, or... Will Travion Williams, Chris Evans, or rookie Chase Brown fill that role? A key will be pass protection and picking up blitzers. Brian Callahan says that's one of the things they'll be evaluating closely in camp and the three preseason games. The advantage we get is we get to go against Lou every day. Um, and Lou has, has, a, has a full gamut of, of things that, that they're trying to get repped and practiced, which benefits us because they do have a pretty good uh, arsenal of blitzes we'll see over the course of our third down work and all that so um, you will get a pretty good feel for that process obviously those guys aren't still they're not coming to sack the quarterback so it's a little bit different but as far as recognition execution assignment football you're going to see all that um, and you should get a pretty good feel but then always uh, the the teller is going to be what the preseason games look like and, and what those guys do in those games so um it's a role that's undefined for, for who's going to do it and what it's going to look like, um, and that's going to be a big focus of, of training camp for us on, on where that's going to come from. So um, that'll be a good one to follow. The Bengals Booth Podcast is brought to you by Alta Fiber, future-proof fiber internet capable of delivering multi-gigabit speeds designed to take your home, business, and community to a new level. Elevate your connection with Alta Fiber. And buy Bengals picks and Ultimate Bengals. They're free to play with tickets and sign merchandise up for grabs. Find both inside the Bengals app. We've covered six of my eight pre-training camp question marks. The final two are on special teams. Will the punter be the incumbent, Drew Chrisman, or rookie, Brad Robbins? Since the Bengals used the sixth-round draft pick on Robbins, he is likely the favorite, but the job won't be handed to him. Here's special teams coordinator Darren Simmons on the process. We, we track everything from a data perspective, so the, the numbers are what the numbers are. Um, but I also have been in this business long enough, I've been around these guys long enough to know to know what it should look like and what it should feel like. Not only from a just a punting perspective, but just collectively how how three all three guys work together, the punter or the kicker or the snapper, how it should feel and what it should look like, how seamlessly it's going to be. You know, I, I, I try to look ahead and see, all right, we're playing week one. We're in Cleveland, and the wind, what, what the wind and the weather could be like, you know, versus what it could be late in the year, and who do I want doing that? Uh, and it could look very different in August in Cincinnati compared to what it could be in, you know, December or January in Kansas City. And that could be two completely different people. So I, I've got to try to formulate in my own mind, can that guy, can I envision him doing what we need to do, not just now, but in the future? And finally, there will be a training camp battle to choose kickoff and punt returners. Charlie Jones was drafted in the fourth round, partly due to his return ability. He had a 100-yard kickoff return touchdown and a 54-yard punt return score in his college career. 
but it's not his job yet in Cincinnati. Trent Taylor was eighth in the league in punt return average last year, and Travion Williams and Chris Evans are back after being the kick returners last season. Well, they're still up in the air, of course. You know, uh, obviously we have an incoming guy, if you're talking about punt returner first, we have an incoming guy in Trent who's been a solid guy for us um, back there. I, I think we're probably trying to push the roster flexibility, flexibility a little bit. That's why we drafted Charlie. Um, we'll get a good opportunity to see him, uh, you know, extensively in the preseason to see, I'm sure, what he can do in the return game and on offense. So that, that's kind of a fluid spot. It's going to be it's a spot that's open for, you know, a great deal of competition. You know, I, I hope selfishly that the uh, opponents punt a lot in the preseason game. So, you know, we can see somebody bubble up right there, you know, much in the same fashion we saw Alex Erickson do that several years ago. And uh, so that, that's, that's, that's a fluid spot, as is the kickoff return spot. You know, that's it, going to become a very important um, position for us now, not only to be, have a playmaker, but to have a good decision maker with, uh, you know, some of these rule changes that have come into play here all of a sudden. So that, that's going to be a very, very important spot. And, you know, we've got a couple candidates here. Chris, Chris Evans will be one. Um, Travion will have an opportunity to show what he can do there. Charlie can do that also. And, you know, and I don't want to forget Kwame Lasseter. Um, was a rising player for us a year ago. They came in, had a good camp, earned a spot in our practice squad. and, and uh, So we, we've got uh, several capable guys back there that can do both of those spots. So there you have it, a look or listen at what I consider to be the eight biggest questions heading into training camp. And if you follow me on Twitter, my five observations from every practice will begin on Wednesday. That's going to do it for this episode of the Bengals Booth Podcast, brought to you by Kettering Health, the official health care provider of the Bengals, by Bengals Picks and Ultimate Bengals. They're free to play with tickets and sign merchandise up for grabs. By Paycor, the official HR software provider of the Bengals. And by Alta Fiber, future-proof fiber internet. Elevate your connection with Alta Fiber. If you haven't done so already, please subscribe to this podcast And if you have a minute, give it a rating or share a comment. That helps more Bengals fans find us. I'm Dan Horde, and thanks for listening to the Bengals Booth Podcast.